0: We are recording with my friend Dr. George Fareed on Friday, June 2nd, 2023 at 4.06 p.m. Eastern Time. It, is, it, is, it has been a minute since I've had you on, and I know that I've rescheduled you several times because I'm a terrible person and a terrible host. And actually, we were going to, I want to say a couple months ago, do a show when you were down in Antarctica. And I think I had to reschedule. I ended up, I think it was, I, I had a terrible panic attack. And I remember oh, I had to, wow. like, I had to I'm stop. I'm sorry to hear
1: that. I, no, uh,
0: yeah, I was down there confirming the
1: glaciers are intact. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're very I, thick. And... You were sending me pictures. They were great. And I remember I yeah, had to cancel that I, and i uh, I'll, I'll never yeah. get that opportunity again. Tommy, it's an
1: honor to be on your podcast. Uh, you've been doing such great interviews Thank and you, so crucial in so many areas now. but Thank you, sir. Particularly the pandemic area, which um, you know I've been a bit—it's been my thrust for the last three years. Um, and so, it, just in a nutshell, what uh, I wanted to show a couple of little video clips and a few pictures from Antarctica, if you'd like.
0: Yes, sir. Please
1: do. Uh, and talk about that trip. I don't know if you are—you sharing the screen now? Yes, I am. Oh, you are? Okay, I'm going to just let it go. We left from Ushuaia, Patagonia, in Argentina, on this amazing boat. I, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Because I have some music playing. But it, it, this uh, ultramarine boat from uh, Quark Q-A-R-K expeditions is uh, incredible. And they uh, had tremendous crew. We had lectures every day and disembarked on Kodiak's when we got to land, but the weather was Suitable, but we left um, Ushuaia and had two days or three sea days to get to South Georgia Island, and we um, hit South Georgia Island uh, was a, I think the highlight. Actually, that's just outside of the Antarctic. you Want me to turn it down a little bit?
0: Yeah, turn it down because the the microphone it will try to cancel it out, and by doing oh, so, really? it also kind of cancels out your voice. So,
1: yeah, let me see if I can do that. Uh, You know, let me just just watch this for a minute, and I don't need to speak because it's sort of nice uh, video. These albatrosses and amazing sea life.
0: But you have have you? you, I'm not seeing it. You haven't started sharing.
1: I haven't shared it. No, I don't know how I go about sharing. Then that's I thought it was on all the time. You said Uh,
0: you saw it. No, I turned it on. Uh, There's the green button at the bottom. The oh, green
1: button at the bottom. Let me come back to that. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, come back
0: to Zoom. There should be a green button that says share screen.
1: Okay, hey, let me see where that is. The green button at the bottom. Let me see where that is. Tommy. You're good. What? On Zoom? Somehow I've lost that green button. I've lost the uh, screen to see you. Where do I find that?
0: Uh, there should be a, a green button at the bottom of the of the app. Oh, okay. Now, now
1: I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. sure. Screen.
0: Yeah, and it should okay. Be. And then you can choose. There we go. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can see it now.
1: Okay. So let, let me just go back to this quick little video okay. and and then jump into what I wanted to tell you. Beautiful. Well, I'm not sure. So we left Ushuaia on this ultramarine and head out to. South Georgia Island took two days, three days to get to actually, with really calm seas. But that's Ushuaia that you're seeing there. And um, it was a nice group of people, 140, 150 passengers, and about the you know, crew. And it was uh, just beautiful waters. And then when we got to land, it now this is still in, in Ushuaia, I'm going to jump ahead. This is in um, South Georgia Island now. I don't know if you can see. Yeah. And then uh, I'll jump ahead again in the video. But that was the old whaling towns in in that era that ended in 1954. And a lot of people had fun on the boat and the royal treatment. But really, very scenic. Beautiful outfit. Beautiful. Yeah. Fantastic. And then. this is uh, the the landscape of, of South Georgia Island, and if I ever go back, I would just go to those islands, South Georgia, maybe the Sandwich Islands. But um, Antarctica was a thrill to be on and stand on the seventh continent. We're on these Zodiacs for disembarking, and then greeted by seals and king penguins. And that's a boat, and there that's uh, what typical excursion with these beautiful. King penguins, colonies 300 400,000 strong. They Jeez. all find their baits and find their babies after they go out fishing. Too. And they, in any case, uh, I gave a TED talk on the boat about treating COVID early and got a very good reception it Was part of it. it a lot of nice people and then uh, magnificent scenery and sights, very majestic. Jeez. very cold also, but not, not, not. they were well prepared for it. The nice thing about South Georgia Island is the green, the, uh, the landscaping with a lot of uh, greenery in addition to the ice and the, and the glaciers. I'm going to jump ahead here sure. if you look. There are different kinds of penguins. These are still the king penguins there, and the boat in the background. And, a lot of happy faces there.
0: It's so beautiful.
1: It really is. It's it's a different world. Yeah. You know and now penguins are my favorite animal of all time. Okay. They particularly the king penguins. They're just so nice and they're just amazing. So uh, uh dignified. So alien. Sort of living it up in the circumstances. We had a few bad weather days, not really see, serious ones. So yeah. they had two helicopters on this boat. So we got a great helicopter excursion over the coast of Antarctica. Where you look at uh, Saw a lot of whales, and then this is uh, at icebergs, and some calving took place, but mostly magnificent glaciers, uh, back whales, and um, killer wells fin- and fin wells. That's a typical zodiac.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ten people for zodiac on an excursion. You see the wells nearby. Try not to fall over. And that's the Grive Beacon town, the head town, mainly has the relics. In of that era. They have the gravestone of a famous uh, explorer.
0: Yeah.
1: From endurance. Jeez. Well, that's Antarctica. That's where we were. We stepped on that. That's as much as we stepped on on yeah. the continent of Antarctica. At least we stepped on something.
0: That's wild.
1: Well insulated with these pockets mm. and other items, layers of clothing you have to keep warm. So when the ice uh, melts, it, it gets compacted, like it's not pure salt water. Mm. Those are leptin yes. seals. So uh, incredible. The and then other up back well I believe so that's it work jeez The noise
0: in the background. No, you know, I can't hear it. Yeah, those whales look like sea monsters. Beautiful icebergs. Yeah.
1: We didn't. Oh, yeah, you have to watch this. I, I did this. You'll see what yeah. happened. This is the highlight of the trip. Okay. <laughs> that This is called the polar plunge. Oh, God. And the,
0: you're I have a, a, you're a braver man than I.
1: Anyway, I, I, I was one of them who jumped in. Oh no. One degree centigrade water, but it felt great. I, I'm recommending it to my patients now to do a, um, a, 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 a plunge, ice water plunge for 20, 30 seconds. Really? Yeah. It's very good. You're, you're, Um, Surface blood vessels constrict suddenly, and all the blood goes to the core. You just swim right out. But it's a very good thing for the body. I I recommend doing it once a month if one can.
0: How cold was that? It was one degree centigrade. Yeah, but I mean, like, no, it's objectively. What did it feel like? No,
1: no, it was just, it was fine. I felt, I mean, I immediately started to uh, bow sure I could swim. People lived it up. It was a, a great experience. Two weeks,
0: probably that's the best a, trip of my life. That That's I went. I've only ever been on one cruise, and it was uh, with a girl I was dating at the time in twenty fourteen with her family, and it was up in Alaska. And it actually visually looked very similar to this. And it oh, was really, yeah. It wasn't like a party cruise. It wasn't like going to get in. We were just. We saw uh, kind of a lot of the same. We saw like, uh, yeah, we saw icebergs breaking and flipping. We went whale watching. And it was just, I mean, it was the most, I I always talk about it. You said it was the best trip of your life. That was the best trip of my life. It was the most surreal thing, like waking up. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, you'd be in a hot tub at two in the morning and it was sunny out and you were just like watching whales. It was. There there we are.
1: There I am on Antarctica (laughs) with my wife. And so, um, yeah, you're right. It, it, it's a, it's such a different world. Surreal. You know? And it takes it's, you away. It, and it's you, psychedelic. You, it really is. So, uh, and they were just, I gave it a little, they called it a, um, so, um, and well, I've forgotten the name they used. It was a quark talk or Antarctic mm-hmm. talk uh, yeah. about, for about five, 10 minutes about all that should have been done in the pandemic. I'm gonna, look,
0: I'm gonna look up that cruise, Quark. Quark Quark Expeditions. Quark Expeditions.
1: And they, they they're they're popular for all the poles, uh, the North Pole and the South Pole and Antarctica's South South Pole.
0: That's I'm gonna look at it. <laughs> Not that I have any money, but I'm absolutely gonna look at it and daydream. That's beautiful. Yeah. Anybody listening, you need to you need to watch this. This is absolutely. How does that? What effect does that have on your mind in terms? Because like when I came back from Antarctica, it was. Or nine, in Alaska. I'd, I went on that trip about three months after my, my older brother passed away. And despite being in the wake of such like a horrific experience, it was so overwhelmingly peaceful. What is what is yeah, That's what is way, the, a
1: good description. This is from the helicopter. This oh, shot. Wow. Very nice. Uh, it, it's exactly that. It's so peaceful. This is, uh, again, South Georgia Island. Some nice people, but I I think that's a good way of describing it. It's serene and it puts you in a different perspective on the, on our world.
0: That's got, yeah, that's got to change your outlook. Like when I went up there, I just had this, I don't know, when you see something so alien and stuff that is occurring on such a larger time scale than human life or even human, you know, when they point at a mountain and they're like, that mountain has been moving for 400 million years and it's like the pyramids were five thousand years ago. It's been moving for a thousand times longer. It kind You're of right. it starts to shift your mind. For me, it was a very, almost Zen, uh, peaceful. You know, mixed with the again just losing a sibling. It it kind of made me start looking at just the cycles of life and earth and nature. And it was it was really an overpowering sense of calm acceptance that that Mm -hmm. everything is that like death is not to be feared it is the next it is as natural as the night and i just remember leaving and you know i haven't really thought about it it's it's been almost 10 years but it was there's just something so magnificent about it that it puts something at ease like you're right deep inside of you yes exactly So
1: then uh, that's about all I can say for Antarctica except that I enjoyed Argentina very much in Buenos Aires and then this little port town Ushuaia that is at end of, uh, they call it the end of the world, bottom of the world, but uh, the amazing uh, uh, people on this boat and it it, it was great to have been able to do that and then come back to reality and so uh, should I stop sharing the screen?
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's 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 jump into. Um. I want to say. Okay. I was gonna say, do a total one eighty from from peaceful nature to, you know, right present present day life. But I've been I've been seeing your, uh, your tweets about uh, primarily uh, uh was it health and human services, and well, what... no, no, they
1: that the yeah, I've been trying to keep everyone up to date on new developments for in the in the battle for the pandemic and mm-hmm. ending it uh, as we best we can and it's been so hard because of the mass vaccination program and the vaccine um, pressuring the virus to mutate and create variants so we we still have patients on ventilators I are you still seeing my my screen or I'll stop to the share there
0: you go there you go perfect
1: okay thank you uh yeah and so uh the culmination for uh, actually recently for me was going to Phoenix, Arizona last week for Thursday and Friday with uh, a tremendous group of people, including Peter McCullough mm-hmm. and Peter Corey and Robert Richard Urso and and Le- uh, Ob- Doctor Layla Lewis, and and speaking with on on the record in their sense, it was sort of historic in you know? that. It's the first state to have a Senate hearing on the pandemic, <clears throat> and <clears throat> this was—I mean—it it was paralleled for me or comparable to me when I went in November of 2020 to Washington to the Senate. Again, a GOP-based uh, hearing, uh, which was this was also GOP in 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 Arizona. Uh, there's still this this party divide that the the democratic party doesn't want to hear the facts or the new the the truth basically or be totally receptive wants to fight whatever the gop does actually so uh the gop were very good people the uh two senators were there the the top person there was janae Sh- uh champ, senator champ who's a former uh registered nurse and actually she worked it with doctors that are friends of mine here in El Centro uh, years ago. So she has a lot of uh, memories of my area, which is the Imperial Valley, California, the southeast corner of the state. And then there's a Senator Shope and a, uh, a representative, very sharp young man named Steve Montenegro, rep- uh, a, a state representative. But most of the other Political people were just uh, on on online watching from Washington or in Washington for work, congressional work there. So that was the the, the people on the panel on the lectern with uh, Peter McCullough, myself, uh, Layla Lewis, Richard Ursell, and uh, Pierre Corey, and then Aaron Siri. And he, Aaron is someone you should interview. Do you know who he is? No. He he is an un- incredibly talented lawyer, who very successful, who turned all about forty percent of his efforts uh, at a great sacrifice financially to fight the mandates, fighting the mandates and and bringing uh, to court into court the these bad uh, biased uh, uh, review boards that authorized approved the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines and uh that uh so not only uh, also uh going to battle against the cdc to get the v-safe data released that they didn't want to release that yeah. that's the the um, study of 10 million vaccine recipients that they've, they've 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 kept uh that has so much clear-cut evidence and data and they didn't want to release it to the public the cdc of all things why and so so that Aaron it would be an amazing man you should I'll, I'll send you a few i i i've you some uh links to him and some tweets uh please do
0: yeah I made his a presentation
1: i put them all on my twitter feed uh in short little 2 to 2 to 20 minute 2 minutes and 10 second uh clips of the different presentations of these different panelists or expert with witnesses and, and Aaron is uh, was I, I I didn't know of him personally, but I'm totally uh, uh, impressed and uh, admiring of him, his capability and and dedication. So uh, I just I'm I'm glad to acquaint you with him. And, Please do, and I'd love to have him. If on. You, yeah, he he would be. I'd really like you to Tommy, but your good your great friend Peter was at my. On my right, at on the lectern, and Peter McCullough, and and uh, of course he he has so much facts and
0: he's uh, a blocky encyclopedia. In, in my,
1: yeah, he's an encyclopedia of all the literature. So I I would make my presentation and statements, and and then it, it, he would add in so much to provide the um, the validation, and that's what happened during that two days, eight hours per day, and. Thursday, the twenty-fifth, and Friday, the twenty-sixth. It's online at the uh, America uh, Best uh, website or something of that name, uh, a name of that name of that type. I think I have to get that to you also, Tommy. I think I did sh- send links to you by yeah. text message. And,
0: and they, the-,
1: they, the recordings are there of the full uh, hearings, and the audience was a tremendous. Audience and. Very appreciative, and they stayed through the whole thing. Actually, so eight hours on Thursday, eight hours on Friday, and that uh, uh, was a great uh, for me. It was an honor to be there, and it, it, as I said, it paralleled when I went to Washington and, and hoped things would change with my our presentations on November twentieth, twenty twenty inviting and telling people of the results of early treatment success with repurposed medications and the fact that the whole pandemic would have been cut short if, if it had been adhered to. And millions, hundreds of thousands, at least in the United States, would have still be alive if they had not um, suppressed it and lied about it. And so I, my talk I gave on Friday morning, actually, formal talk on, on that, subject and and we then uh, richard spoke to uh amplify on on early treatment areas and and then pierre corey made a very great presentation on ivermectin in particular which is but what he's found so effective and which uh, was also uh just uh admonished or against and and uh, suppressed with with the um, intention of just the vaccine platform being the 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 only area to be uh, offered, and people would uh, they they didn't care about people dying. I, I called it a, um, a callous indifference to human death.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, and human suffering, and so that's really what it was—a callous indifference.
0: A a. a- a total—I don't think we've ever seen such an an apathetic disregard for. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I mean, you always expect certain amounts of evil and greed to occur, but mm-hmm. I mean, even if the low end number for vaccine injuries, right? I mean, what do you think for again for just timestamp Friday, June second, twenty twenty three? What do you think about the uh, the rumor circulating now about um? famous actor jamie fox being right paralyzed I think it's, and blind Yeah, you know,
1: i think this is inexcusable that 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 they there's a mandate or forcing of, of ineffective a uh, a gene therapies that just are fraught with uh side effects uh, of magnitude that may a great magnitude of um particularly thromboses and and Strokes and and myocarditis and other uh, vascular abnormalities and neurological abnormalities, and and plus uh, their effects on the reproductive organs in women and young men. So it's it's just it's it's a callous indifference to human suffering. They should never have been offered or forced on people. But that they they haven't officially confirmed that about. Jamie no, it's Fox. still
0: speculation. No, you're right.
1: Yeah, but I think it's likely to explain it. And it's um something that will hopefully come out as to the explanation.
0: It's it's unfortunate, but this is often how things change, is you know, nobody cares about the unpopular war until some senator's son is drafted. Right? And then yeah, it changes. That's right. And yes. It's an unfortunate <laughs> aspect of I guess what we are as a as a species and our in our mass psychology, but that's another discussion for another time. And it's the reality is, is that is often what changes things. This is a high profile, is a high profile death, right? Michael Jackson with with propofol, or you know, no one, you know, no one ever thinks twice about helicopter safety until you, Kobe Bryant, right? And right. This is stuff that happened, or Prince with with fentanyl, or I think even a uh, Coolio, the rapper from my generation, a little older than me cool uh, uh from fentanyl and we don't really pay attention to these things well, we don't give it the attention we should until we can no longer ignore it and i think you know there's rumors about other things but jamie fox has up until now survived do you think that this will be and if it won't be him it'll be someone you know whether it's athletes dropping on the field there is a point where you you can't shy away from it anymore oh you yeah
1: think? well i i think in particularly if you listen to this uh the the talk of aaron siri uh, you get tremendous insights into all okay. of that that's what he's his his um real de- devo- commitment is to bring the truth out and and doing things to, uh, eventually seeing that people get held accountable that are that are the murderers.
0: Hmm.
1: And, and if you look at what's happening in France to Didier Raoult, I don't know if you've heard, followed that at all. With I don't East, know what's East. happening. Oh, it, it's horrible. And also, uh, I spoke in Brazil a year ago at the Doctors for Life meeting in Iguazu Falls in July. And two things in parallel right now, for some reason, it's coincidental. The, these, the French now are realizing uh, seeing the data that the information that he he and his team of great doctors have published on 30,000 or more people in uh, covid-19 patients in marseille treated with his protocol that he that we followed basically we modified it we made changes that were really very good i believe that his basic protocol protocol of hydroxychloroquine and zinc based based upon years and years of information that that showed that hcq hydroxychloroquine was a antiviral effective from uh, promising and worthwhile in any case um he they they documented all their work that they'd been presenting in different ways and published the compendium of it all 30,000 or more with um i think four thousand that were hospitalized and all the data showed uh, the remarkable survivability when patients were when these patients were treated, and also the in the outpatients those that were spared of hospitalization, and when that it's it, the groups that were attacking him in northern France in Paris, uh, unfounded uh, were unfounded, and their their results are, just, are terrible. And it, it's yet they what they've done now is they've come out and said that he uh, published uh, or he carried out an unauthorized trial and and should be prosecuted for that, of all things, an kind unauthorized of, kind trial.
0: Kind of a kind of that's ironic what you idea. know, because they, they, they <laughs>
1: back then when they lied about hydroxychloroquine and and and, and put and slanderized people on. Um, utilizing it and also uh, had all sorts of bad faulty studies that were designed that were uh, retracted or at least um, uh, corrected later uh, with um, that that gave them the thrust to say don't use this medication yeah and most of 90 percent or 95 percent of the doctors in France and all over Europe were uh, in uh, were then too afraid to move forward, uh, uh, like like Raoul was doing, and so uh, what they're doing now is he he's actually calling for a parliamentary investigation uh, based upon the what happened then and about uh, on behalf of all the people that died in France that should never have died, and they so they, this this entity that was uh, it, that's funded everything that's gone on in the pandemic is. Has come up with this lawsuit uh, against him as a uh, 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 to have um, carried that he should never have done what he did, basically. And uh, but then in parallel, just coincidentally, the that group in Brazil, the Doctors for Life, that had the great congress on 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 the pandemic that I uh, spoke at, and others were there. You may recall that they're they're being sued for for publicizing the possibilities of early treatment and there that's there's a <laughs> two million yeah two to three million dollar lawsuit against these people that uh and so who knows what's going to happen here to brian tyson and myself or others here in the united states but in as time in the in the near future but something's going on that that's coincidental those two things happening to the best of the best that were out there and with the humanitarian commitment and saving lives and telling the truth. They don't, these people in this entity that's behind all this and these uh, uh, associations in, in, for instance, in France don't want it to be known that they're mass murderers.
0: Well, of course, right? It's, yeah. It's, uh, exactly. I always, I always use this example and, uh, I think the, I think the prison was called Ashcan it was an allied prison in summer 1945 after Hitler died, but before Japan surrendered Where we had all the top Nazis there, the top of the top Nazis. And, uh, these guys were all selling each other out. They're interrogated one at a time and they're all selling each other out. They're like, listen, I'm not a Nazi. The rest of these guys are evil. I'm just a scientist. Yeah, no,
1: that's yeah, exactly. But then they would
0: all go have dinner or something. And they're all the best of chums We're you know, we're all the top Nazis and we're buddies. And, uh, when you when you read about that at at first it's kind of shocking that they all sold each other out and then i always kind of chuckle and i go well if they're nazis willing to kill millions then yeah they're also willing to lie about their friends or you know throw each other under the bus so i can't help but have that same realization when it's like yeah if they killed millions of people around the world with this vaccine then they're also no, probably not, not too not hesitant. Just, no, it's
1: not, not just a vaccine, Tommy.
0: It's, well, and it's also blocking early the, treatment. The, the, the That's the, the big one. The chimeric virus
1: uh, yeah. that was released. Uh, well, out every, there. everything. Re- yeah. Funding
0: gain of function, releasing it, suppressing, you know, not yeah. putting in travel bans, pushing a harmful vaccine, suppressing alternative uh, safe treatments. The entire smorgasbord of you're a mass murderer. Well, if they're willing to do all of that, they're probably also willing to sue some doctors. That's kind of my logic is it doesn't make it any better, but we just shouldn't be surprised.
1: It's a possibility. I hate to say that. You're right, Tommy.
0: Um, But as with everything, I mean, kind of back to the Alaska, Antarctica, (laughs) you do, you, but, but really, when you think about the, the time scales of that, right? How a glacier can carve through a mountain of granite. It takes a billion years.
1: Yeah, but are right.
0: Nature you're doesn't. Right. Think about trickling water that carves through mountains. So we're only, what, June 2023? Uh, COVID is, we'll just call it, January 2020. We're only... 42 months what say like 12 24 36 42 months into this it's gonna take yeah they're still gonna keep the the lie going they're still gonna keep the censorship apparatus exactly yeah yeah they're they're, that's right but zoom out to that glacial pace they will be ground down there's nothing that can stop it the truth always comes out it might not be in our lifetimes but it's so going to come out. Be,
1: I hope you're right. No, uh, I hope it is in, in our lifetime. Yours uh, not in mine but in yours. Yeah. Hey Tommy uh, I that's why this Aaron Siri uh, was uh, so uh, in, good to uh, learn from yeah. and uh, appreciate what he's done for and what he's doing. Absolutely. I, I I think you'll find I hope you'll get him on your podcast. Uh, I'll will. send you a yeah. link to him.
0: I made a note of him. I made a note of oh. him. I'm hoping you do put me in touch with him. Um, great yeah what well, I was going to say I was just lost for words you were just saying something you said Tommy You. Uh, I think I was just
1: complimenting on what you are do what oh. you have been doing so well me. and that uh, when you get uh, <laughs> other great people like Peter and McCullough and we I don't know if you've had Richard or so on have. your have you yeah, yeah.
0: A I love great that.
1: guy I and, yeah he's great and so uh, I'm part of that group. I, I'm on their weekly pod, uh, Zoom meetings. Yeah, and well, they only have great intentions. It's just that they, um, they, there's, it's hard to see the outcome or the uh, changes. Uh, like we, the the this historic Senate hearings in Arizona on last week. I. I'm hopeful I would think it would make a big impact but then you get these rags coming out and trashing demeaning people of the GOP and and, and me and my other uh witnesses on the lectern and th- and they that gets out there unfortunately
0: but that that it doesn't make it any better but that that's expected it's not going I know Yeah, you're right about that. I'm with you. It's demoralizing and it makes you angry. It makes you sad. It makes you want to give up. But there's also, you know, losing weight. It's not easy. You're a month in and you're you're like, it's not going fast enough. And it's like, yeah, if it was easy, everyone would have a six pack, but it's not easy. And that's why it's a a battle worth fighting. And so, I mean, if this is all true, that, right, a a man made Mm bioweapon was released and then then a dangerous vaccine was pushed on everyone and there was a coordinated media campaign to shut everything up and we have, when we're looking at the scope of this apparatus well then yeah it it's not going to be beat in a, in a year by a couple of people on podcasts it's going to take a long time so it doesn't make it any better but i think there's also like yeah we shouldn't be surprised like of course You're the right. demon is going to is going to fight back Right. <clears throat>
1: so, yes, I would agree. Uh, that's correct.
0: Um And this is so one thing um people have been asking me about lately more often than not um, is what they and I I'm pretty sure the answer is nothing, but I'm not a doctor. So I figured I'd ask you is people want to know what can they do if they've taken the vaccine? Is there anything they can do? to mitigate damage. And I don't know what the answer is, but I have told them I would ask you. Is there anything people can do or is it just Yeah, yeah yes, definitely. Live, live health? Okay. It,
1: it, it also depends on if they're symptomatic with any side, uh, adverse reaction or not. If there's no adverse reaction and their uh, their health is is strong and good, they they can just have a well-balanced meals and also healthy meals and be active, uh, in terms of exercise and also, uh, good, uh, supplements with, um, the right, uh, nutrients and supplements that, mm. uh, that are worthwhile. Uh, but if they do have had, if they've had an adverse reaction, it needs to be treated and corrected. And if there's an evident, uh, one of the treatments now for the spike protein. That's the source of the problems mm-hmm. in our, or the lipoprotein nanoparticle uh, in, the, in different organs of the body. But with the spike protein, there are ways of um, mitigating it or reducing it. And one of the prominent ones is nat- natokinase, and that the product that um, is absorbed from the intestinal tract and has a ability to break it down Uh, And and that that's uh, that along with antioxidants like N-acetylcysteine is what I recommend often. I also uh, recommend following the Bruce Patterson protocol if there's quite significant COVID long haul condition or uh, vaccine adverse reactions uh, uh, side effects like uh, brain fog or uh, or other. Uh, symptom symptomatology with getting the incel kind testing done of the uh, immune system and and of the t-cells and and cytokines that is a panel through his company god incel dx uh, and it's at long COVIDlonghaulers.com on the webs on the internet and that that Confirms if there's an abnormality that may be amenable to treatment with the medicines that he he's found helpful for blocking the spike protein in, that is in atypical monocytes from interacting with blood vessels, a medicine called meravirorok, uh, and or cell centry and pre, uh, pre, uh, pravastatin, a statin medicine that block some of the interaction with receptors on the on the blood vessels that the and that allow these monocytes to dissipate and and leave the body but there are there are uh uh protocols with great combinations of agents that are uh, that would be useful to be taking and being treated with if one is symptomatic if if there've been no symptoms whatsoever and it's been months and months since the vaccine, uh, uh, then uh, there shouldn't be a problem for the person.
0: Okay, um, and if anybody wants to, I mean, in the description is the link to your book as well as um as well as your Twitter feed, which is what I would highly recommend. Is as I am simply the messenger from Doctor Freed to you guys. <laughs> um, Thank you. Yes, sir. Um, Dr. Freed, if we can, if we can wrap this one up, I got to I got to start preparing yeah, for the next. Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Um, well, thank you for your time. Tom. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on here. And thank you for I know we were we were supposed to do a podcast with you in Antarctica, which would have been awesome. But again, that's that's my fault. I had to I had to cancel that. Um, but Dr. Freed, as always, it's it's an honor to have you on here. Um, please do. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, please oh Tommy, by to the sir. way, I, I'm
1: uh, my next trip in August. We're going to Galap- the Galapagos Islands. Maybe we can do a podcast from there. Please do. I would love that.
0: I would love to do that. that we'll I would love on. to do that. Do some. Do some Darwinian. Yeah, Darwinian going, meta these themes. trips
1: are too many that I, I didn't realize. Think of I'd be traveling this year as I am, but these special things occurred that I accepted for my wife and myself, and yeah. we're and we're going in the end of August and early of September to um, Kenya and Kenya and Rwanda oh, to see the silverback gorillas and the uh, migration.
0: Dr. Fareed, the globe trotter. Well, I know. <laughs> any, I'm getting pretty old. I have to get in you it in. got to get it in now. Well, you know, <laughs> I will happily do podcasts from there. I'll, I'll be right. your cameraman. You can bring me along. I'll follow you around. I'd happily do All it. All right. Um, but Dr. Fareed, thank you so much. Please, please uh, uh, text me if you could, if you could put me in touch with uh, Aaron Siri, I'd love to have him on.
1: Or I shall. Right after we finish here, i will to get that
0: to you. Dr. Freed, I love talking to you, and I love you as an individual, and as a doctor, you're an incredible person, and it's an honor to know you, and it's an honor to have you on my show. Thank you, sir. Well, thank you, Tommy.
1: I'm in, in admiration of everything you've accomplished and are doing. Well, ad- Keep up the great work.
0: The admiration is mutual, my friend. Thank you, thank sir. You. Guys, okay. please go grab his book. Follow, uh, follow how he and Dr. Tyson have cured thousands and thousands of people, and uh, ah. please go follow his Twitter. And uh, Dr. Freed, I look forward to the next one, sir.
1: Very good. Me too. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much. You You as well. Okay. Guys, thank you for watching.
0: God bless. Stay safe. Peace.